I'm Master Trooper Gary Cutler. And I'm Sergeant Blake White. And we are with the Colorado State Patrol. And you've done it to me again. <laughs> Look at this. I. <laughs> we were supposed to do Casual Friday. What happened? <laughs> we... I, you know, what I joke about the fact that we should have like a casual Friday, casual any day, we don't really have that with our uniform, Gary. So I know, thus. I, <laughs> I want you to make a traffic stop with that on. I appreciate I, the fact that you at least put your badge on that's there. Right. That's a well, nice touch. I, is it too tough to actually just come down to my office and tell me that we decided to do something different? Um, we were not supposed to do casual Friday. That was a joking conversation of we should have a casual Friday, but we don't because we wear uniforms every day, <laughs> Gary. But it was supposed to go with the whole theme here. So summer travel, Hawaiian shirt, vacations, all that kind of stuff. No, I appreciate that you wear that shirt on your summer travel vacations too. <laughs> I, I'm very relaxed on it, but now I got to go change. Yeah, you Fine. do. I'll have a state patrol podcast. Troopers with a microphone. Now we're in for it. It's roads less travel with Blake and Gary. I think they're ready. Well, we're back. I'm a little less comfortable, but it would have been nice to be able to have that when we're talking about vacations. And uh, now you, we're you still look, you know, comfortable enough. I am not know, comfortable. Maybe a little less comfortable, but yeah, it's uh, it's yeah, it's not nearly the comfort level with the wool and the vest. Yeah. And did yeah. you have a vest on before? Were you like wearing a vest with your Hawaiian shirt? Are you saying I'm fat? No, <laughs> no, the relaxed, casual look of the yes, Hawaiian shirt. You was, couldn't even tell. Uh, no, but I didn't have the vest. On okay. All right. That, yeah. So. It was very casual. Yes. Great job, Gary. I know. Casual, right. whatever day. Well, I'm going to be ticked while we talk about vacations now, but. Uh, I don't know I why think. you'd be ticked talking about vacations. Because vacations I'm not dressed for vacations. That's why. <laughs> you could be. <laughs> could have I been. I think you might yes, be like that. Nobody would want you around, but you could uh, wear that on vacation. Well, okay, so we, we're we not going to go to the beach, but uh, we do have the mountains. We do. We there. have some amazing places to visit in Colorado. Yes, and I could probably still wear my shirt there, but... Uh, you could. Getting there is is the, the fun part, you mm -hmm. know? I mean, I, you know, the anticipation of a vacation all the time is... I, I think it's great, you know? And you get ready to go, and you're, you're thinking what kind of new fun things you're going to do. And uh, But that, that creates a problem while we're driving because we need to make sure we get there safely. Right. Agreed. And uh, we do have a variety of terrain and places to visit in Colorado. I mean, even if you're going somewhere in the Denver metro area, Chatfield, Cherry Creek, you know, the, the beaches there, uh, the lakes, there's that. There's a the mountain driving. There's western Colorado hiking. There's mm -hmm. eastern plains. I mean, we have a ton of different places that you can see, and that presents a variety of challenges to drivers. Yes, and, and everybody's going there on those, especially on the weekends, you know, so you see a lot of that. So that's what we decided to talk about yeah, this time yeah. is that we're going to go ahead and hit some of the the safety measures we need to do, you know, and one of the big uh, things that you always see is that, you have everybody out there. You've got motorcycles, cars, trucks, RVs, trailers, and they're all yep. trying to get along together. And it's and the thing is, it's a lot of vehicles that maybe you're not driving all the time, whether it's you're hopping on your motorcycle, you're going to drive your RV, you're going to tow a trailer, some things that you're not doing every day that you got to get back into the feeling for, right? So it's mm -hmm. not, you can't just hop behind the wheel. You got to mentally prepare for that as well. You do, you know, and... Um, I know that you were going to talk about it, so I'll, I'll let you hit on it. You, you've you done some stuff on uh, 
getting your vehicles prepared for the summer. And yeah. So I had some extra time during COVID uh, last year. <laughs> and uh, yeah. so I put up, uh, I did a couple little videos. There's just about kind of preparation going over your vehicle and we'll link to that uh, up above. And then we'll also put it in the description if you want to check those out. And basically it's just the basics of getting your vehicle ready, doing a once over of your vehicle, regardless of what it is. And especially if you're going to be towing something, uh, if you're going to have something different, preparing that vehicle that's maybe been sitting for a while. Mm -hmm. You know, and a lot of times uh, I like to tie things into when you get your your plates renewed and that was kind of messed up last year. But uh, if you do it on that type of thing and you say, OK, I'm going to renew my plates at this time. Let's look at some of the other things I need to for safety measures and make sure that I have all the equipment that I need for these trips, whether you're just going to the store or you're going to be doing one of these vacation trips. Yeah, I think it's a good idea. That's a I mean, it's it's once a year at a minimum, but at least you're doing it right. You're, you're checking your tires, you're checking fluids, you're doing a once over of your car. I mean, it should be kind of a standard thing, but I'd say the vast majority of people you just get you know, get in the car, turn the key and or press the button, whatever it is and, and get going. Yeah. We're only just usually worried about how much gas we have in there. And, or electricity, you know, Gary. Electricity. Some people have electric cars. Oh, they do that, you know. Well, you know, I'm old school, so I don't know anything about those, but I do know steam they're out there. Steam-powered. Gary yeah, is steam-powered steam powered still. Yes. Well, you know, it was, I, I moved up from the horse. Yeah. Hey, we, you know? it's baby steps, but yeah. I appreciate the fact that you're now <laughs> on to something that you know, has some power behind yeah. it. Well, well, the horse had power. Yeah. I just didn't have one horse brakes, you know, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but you know, um, we're both from the metro area here. I've, I've worked out in, uh, in other areas of the state, but, uh, working in the golden office, one of the things, uh, we see a lot of, especially in the summer, there are broken down vehicles as mm -hmm. they're going up by 70. <clears throat> and, and that's not just only a safety issue for yourself of being stuck on the side of the road and expensive. And it's also a safety issue for the other people. Cause now they have to worry about, you know, uh, is your vehicle off the road enough? Is there anybody running around trying to work on the vehicle? Is there an emergency vehicle? Is there a tow truck? So it creates a lot of issues for people. So they need to make sure mm -hmm. about those. Yeah. You mentioned our, our golden office. And I think the, the reason for that is it's coming right out of the metro area and it's heading up into the mountains. So as people are starting to head up in the mountains, it's a lot of what overheating, um, just engine problems or vehicle issues in general that they're experiencing sometimes the more inexperienced drivers or not knowing where they're at end up it stopped in the lane of traffic and we're mm -hmm. trying to get there to clear them out so they don't get hit they're creating traffic problems and then you've got the ones that are over on the shoulder and that's smoking that you know is it a fire is it is it overheating you know we get yeah. those calls a lot so i think that's that's the nature of going up especially with this hot weather that we've been having mm -hmm. uh engines and and vehicles are having a lot of strain when you're towing something up a hill in 100 degree weather uh, that's a lot mm -hmm. for a vehicle. And even those are major interstates, uh, these have a very uh, steep incline on them. And mm -hmm. you see that because people are just barely getting into the mountains and they're already broken down. They've overheated or whatever it was. So they weren't going to make that trip anyways because they couldn't get through the, the first couple miles of it. You yeah, know? exactly. So that really starts you up. Yep. So that comes with that preparation really and, and getting going before you actually get behind the wheel. Mm -hmm. All right. So a lot of uh, driving through Colorado is is grade and driving up and down these uh, pretty steep roadways, whether it's interstates, it's side roadways, it's uh, just kind of mountain highways. We have a lot of that in Colorado. So as you're driving, we have right of way, whether you're going uphill or downhill, and there's actually law on that. So the vehicle going... And Dan Drew got this right. He, he did. So yeah, he, Dan, actually, surprised. we asked yeah. Dan this, but the yes. vehicle going which direction? The one going up. The one going up has the right of way. Uh, so they can keep their momentum going. Now, if they have a, a pull-off that is closer, more convenient, makes sense, 
then it may make sense for them to do that. So it doesn't necessarily mean every single time they've got the right of way, but in general, they have the right of way so that they can keep going and not block traffic. Mm -hmm. And, you know, uh, being in Colorado, as long as I have, I, I think our people really do a pretty good job with that. Whenever I've been on roads like this, uh, usually both of you are pulled over if you have a spot and you're like, well, you come. No, you go ahead. Yes. And so it, it's really nice to see that people are being that way when we come to these things. Yep. And it's just it's just being courteous to other drivers, it right? We, we we get a lot of that where drivers are really good about that. Um, but with going up those hills, say you're uh, hopping in your RV, you're getting your camper or something out and you are struggling to get up that hill. Uh, make sure you're not obstructing traffic. That's a big one. So you're mm -hmm. not blocking 50 cars behind you. And this is one I think that we don't do as well with. Um, I see a lot of times where we have, uh, you know, 10, 15 cars behind somebody and, you know, I heard somebody joke one time, well, you get too many cars, you're a little nervous to pull over because you don't know what they're going to do, you know, and they'll yeah. be a little irritated. But, yeah. but, you know, it's, uh, it is one of those things where, you know, you pull over when you get a spot mm -hmm. and it's tough sometimes when you have a trailer because, uh, you don't always have that big of a space to be able to do that. But as soon as you find one of those spaces, pull over so that everybody can get up through there and they can get on their way as well. All right. So legally, you've got to be able to, you, you don't want to be obstructing traffic, but if it's the safe operation, your vehicle requires you to be going, you know, that speed up the hill and you're just, you're not going to blow up your engine, then you can travel at that speed. But when the road is wide enough, when there's a pull off, you need to be going to the right, letting those vehicles pass and then continuing on. And I know it's it just means slowing you down more because you're going to have to start back up and pull that back up the hill. But uh, that that kind of comes with it when you're you're hauling up the hills. Absolutely. And then are my favorite going downhill. Uh, going downhill. <laughs> so I think uh. I think what we hear and, and I know you've probably stopped cars for it is coasting. Mm -hmm. down highways well i was i was only going 20 30 over because i was coasting so it just the momentum got me yeah that is illegal in colorado mm -hmm. and for good reason so you're basically you don't yeah. have you don't have control of your vehicle you don't it's basically a big slide yes and i yeah. actually have I, I have a question for you and this is something that i was curious about <laughs> and i have looked into several times is it more efficient to drive your vehicle in neutral and coast or to be in gear well, I haven't done research, but I did watch Mythbusters. Oh, you all know? right. So there we go. I, I Look at that. And right. Theirs was basically turning a car on and off at an intersection and, you know, and stuff like that. And that does show that that one you saved, but but you didn't save very much on it. So know? that so. one, that one's separate. I think you need about seven seconds ish to adjust for the fuel. But mm -hmm. if you were going down and you were coasting, the engine is actually burning more fuel than if you're in gear. Like the engine's still moving, but it's not injecting that fuel in there. So if you think you're saving gas, if you're saving the environment in that way, you're wrong. It should actually be in gear. That's going to help you slow down. That's going to help you keep your brakes from overheating and you're going to have better gas mileage. Well, that's the thing, you know, and I don't know if it's for every car, but I know I've, I've been in bigger vehicles, big trucks mm -hmm. and to try and get back into gear sometimes doesn't always want to do that. And so when you need to do it, uh, you're going to be in trouble. And so I, I, I just can't imagine that much weight going that fast, exactly. you know, and not have control over it. So and the engine, I, the, I mean, the engine is great for, for giving you that control, being mm -hmm. allowed to, have, you know, if you need those um, evasive maneuvers to be able to accelerate or something happens. And then also, again, it keeps your brakes cool. If you downshift, even if you're in an automatic, I, I think, you know, we both drove manual cars, stick shifts for, 
probably you maybe a little longer. Yes. Um, <laughs> but you know, I, I drove that for a long time and you would downshift and you'd use the engine to help slow you down. And that's going to save on your brakes because they can get mm -hmm. really hot coming down these grades. Whether you're in a yeah. car, SUV, truck, semi, you've got to use your engine to help slow you down. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, it is pertinent for that kind of stuff, you know, so, and just going back to that, back in the day when you did have both, you know, your, your standard manual. I love that back like in that. the day. Yep. Back in the day. I don't know how yep. else to put it there, but mm -hmm. you had to pay extra for an automatic, you know? Vehicle. Yeah. Now, so yeah. now yeah. You, you can't even find, I was going to uh, say, how there's you very on? few manual cars being made. Yeah. I'd be like, uh, I want a stick shift and they'd be like, where are you yeah but you can use you can still use your whether it's paddles or you know your yeah, selector I can't, I can't use those i don't I haven't oh, quite got that great. so they're wonderful i needed one to grab on there and shift you know, yeah they're so. terrific <laughs> all right so uh with with uh mountain driving also there are a lot of curves mm -hmm. that's one of the biggest things that we talk about with motorcycles we talk about it with cars but mm -hmm. uh colorado roads are very curvy through the hills they are you know and if you're going there with uh this is a big one for me when you have the camper in the back of your pickup and you're not you so you don't have one of those you have got a lot of your your midsection there has raised quite high for it to be right. able to to move over so you come around one of those too fast it may draw you back over into the other oncoming mm -hmm. lane of traffic um you could tip over so you do need to be aware of those and you know especially nowadays too you also have uh, cyclists down there you have rocks on yes. the road you have you know animals so you, you need mm -hmm. to make sure you're going around those curves and give yourself enough time for that. Yeah, because you don't want to be coming through that curve and say, oh, no, there's an animal, there's a rock slide, and then jamming on your brakes, the weight shifting, and there you go. Um, so paying attention to those advisory speeds. And what that is is those are those signs that you're coming to a curve that say 20, they're in yellow, 30, whatever it is. That's the advisory speed because of the nature of those curves for visibility, for being able to control your vehicle. That's mm -hmm. what to look out for on uh, mountain roadways, especially. Yeah. You know, and also give those other people in front of you that ability too to slow down. Don't just be right on their, their butt there yes. because they may not feel comfortable enough. And it is, it's an advisory speed. They've looked at it and they said, this is probably the optimal speed you should be going when you come around this mm -hmm. curve. So give them a little distance so they can slow down and not be worried about that as well. Yes, slower speeds are gonna give you more time. They're gonna give you a safer route. They're gonna allow you to stay to the right and not cross over. And I mean, there's a lot of things that it, it's there for a reason. So just, uh, just be really cognizant of those as you're driving through the mountains. Yeah, absolutely. So Gary, your favorite thing, I, I don't, you told me you've pulled a couple trailers before. How many, what's the max that you've like towed? So um, I've only towed one at a time, but okay. I did have a larger one. It was a 32 foot uh, trailer. It's pretty good size. It is, you know, and with the vehicle we had. So that, uh, you know, that's a lot of a vehicle that you're pulling at the time, you know, and you know, this is one of those things you, you think about, but we don't get training to get our license on how to pull a trailer. No. You know, semi or to back a trailer. That's yeah, always that can be really amusing to watch that, <laughs> people back back a trailer for half an hour. Yeah, you know, try to figure that one. Then out. you finally say, "Let me just give yeah. you some help here. I'll get in there and do it." But yep. yeah, but you know, so it is very interesting that we don't require that. We do have our semi drivers because they're even a little bit bigger on those. But everybody should, uh, you know, if if anything, just at least your dad taught you or somebody, you know, that or just practice. Stuff, if you're you know, new to new to getting a trailer and you haven't had the opportunity, we'll take it out in a safe open parking lot, 
practice just basic maneuvers, right? Mm -hmm. Practice how to back up maybe into a parking space and, and what it does <laughs> when, you know, you turn the steering wheel one way and maybe it should be go, you feel like it should go the other way. Uh, it's really just learning how that is gonna react in, in slow speed situations. That's gonna help you too as you get driving a little bit quicker. Absolutely, and you had me completely tied on. I couldn't even move here Good. with this thing Good. here. Good, that was so. the hope. Yeah, making me look like I don't know how to put my headphones on there. But yeah, you know, and so there are, and we get a lot of calls during uh, the summer about travel trailers, you know, what people can do, what kind of, uh, you know, what do they have to have, you know? And so one of the big questions always is, is how much can I tow? And, mm. you know, again, it gets a little scarier. When and this isn't a competition. No, this isn't like, this is not. how much can I tow? <laughs> yeah. What's the maximum weight? Can I do uh -huh. six cars behind me? You know, this convoy. Mm -hmm. I think they call them in Australia. What is it? It's like uh, land trains or, or something land, like yeah. that. Those big, big semis ones. that, yes. yeah. Anyway. Yeah, we'll show you one here and let you yeah, see Yeah, those things that, are, so. I, those are yeah. crazy. Those they guys are. are just good for them. Yes, you know, but um, yeah. So here in Colorado, you can have up to 70 feet. And, and that is a lot. 70 feet 70, is a lot. Know, that we're, we're talking like semis here, you know? And so, um, and you can have up to four uh, vehicles in that. So basically it's your your power cab and then three trailers. And I'm going to say right off the beginning on this, if, if you are going to be towing something like that, you need to make sure you understand your vehicle, what you're towing, and make sure you have everything right. Because this can be an absolute disaster if you don't know what you're doing with it. Uh, I very rarely have seen that many things getting towed. I think usually I've seen maybe a, a truck and a camper and then a boat behind it. I mm -hmm. think that's probably the most common is, is something like that. You have to realize each of those is going to articulate, right? And and as you get speed up, if when you get a little bit of wobble in one, how that's going to travel through all of them, there's just a lot of concerns with that. That is a huge responsibility to be driving down the roadway with that much. Now, Legally, again, 70 feet and up to four units. And that includes uh, the truck or whatever you're using to pull it. But you, yeah, you got to be super careful with that. And that's, you can't drive that everywhere in Colorado. No, there's a lot of parking lots you can't. No, that, you know, so. no, there's a lot of places you can't go. Um, mm -hmm. But there's places, you know, the mountain passes and uh, like Independence Pass. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it has restrictions. On yeah, that. absolutely it does. And because it becomes so narrow, there aren't guardrails in some spots because the road is, is very tight. Um, and it is one lane mm -hmm. in some stretches of it that you cannot take a vehicle like that through there. It's too tight. It's too dangerous. It's too dangerous for everybody on the road. So mm -hmm. like Independence Pass, uh, I think it's 35 feet maximum that you can have there. And it, and I would, if I was driving a 35 foot vehicle, I would avoid it. Yes. I just, you know, plus it's very steep going up there anyways, yes. you know, and it's very busy. So yeah, there are a lot of things like that. And speaking about trailers, a lot of times, um, I see this as well. Somebody hasn't put either extenders on their side view mirrors so mm. that they can see back there or they just don't have anything on there, you know? And so you need to make sure that you can see back there yep. far enough because it is a law on that as well that you have to be able to Yeah, you got to be able to see, right? Yeah. I mean, that's just, that's common sense. So be able mm -hmm. to put your mirrors, um, you know, for backing. There's so much technology now. Get a wireless backup camera, throw it back there too. Give yourself mm -hmm. some more visibility so you're not backing into anything. Uh, just simple stuff like that, I think, is going to help. And then really planning your route and know, <laughs> knowing that you're not going to end up in a uh, really bad area with your 60 feet of things that you're, you're, you know, your convoy, I'll call it. Yes. Uh, you know. be, be 
plan ahead. Look <laughs> look through the routes in Colorado. Make sure that you're not going to hit on any of those restrictions because there are a lot of roadways that are just not meant for that. Yeah, and you were talking about backing, you know, and you do need to be able to back. And the camera, I think, is a very good idea because uh, when me and my wife are backing and she's back there giving me directions, that's usually the left no my left you know and it now it is she well. calm when she's giving these directions with yeah. you gary because i think like if i was giving you directions <laughs> i'd be screaming just to make sure you heard me no it, it starts off that she's very calm i'm the one that gets a little agitated and then she gets agitated at me and then you know that sounds like a goes, typical you know, american <laughs> family vacation <laughs> trying to figure out how to back the trailer getting frustrated mm -hmm. each other and then you got to get it set up and then you're and then once mm -hmm. it's finally set up then you can relax yes and then you're Maybe. just ready to go home by yeah, then, then, <laughs> then you got to pack it up go <laughs> home yep that sounds great yeah so some other little quick things on uh, your trailers um make sure you have chains you know this is another law uh, yeah um and that i have seen this happen uh, where a boat or a trailer has disconnected uh off the hitch and it has still been able to stay. It's still grinding down on the road, but we didn't have a boat or a trailer mm -hmm. go off into other traffic or go off and hit somebody on the side of the road. So that's huge. very, very important. And, and don't get little flimsy ones. Make sure you have it to where, because it does have to be adequate enough mm -hmm. to keep that load, whatever it is, uh, from detaching from the rest of the vehicle. Yeah, and you have to have the right chains for that trailer, for that setup. They can't be too long. You don't want them dragging on the ground. Which is another law. Yes, you can't have anything dragging there. And as you're connecting them make sure they're actually connected to the right points you're using the proper hooks the the weight rating of the chain not too long there's a lot of things to look at for that it's not just mm -hmm. as simple as hey i'm just going to throw some random chains on here uh, the way that you hook them usually i would recommend and i don't know if you've done the same is kind of a, a cross mm -hmm. underneath so you're going to go from passenger side to driver side from the trailer to the truck mm -hmm. and reverse and what that does it creates a little cradle so if worst case scenario the reason for these is if it disconnects if it comes off that hitch then you have kind of a cradle for that to fall into where you're not digging it into the ground and it may flip um, that's one extra safety measure that you can do so make sure you are, are doing that properly as well and make sure that you have enough chain that when you make that turn it doesn't yes. pop it so yeah. exactly so you can't have it too short either because yeah. then you're gonna lose a lot of those dynamics so yeah. exactly so we've got that part and now, brakes you gotta have brakes, brakes too yes see that's what i was going to go to on yeah it. so over three thousand pounds you need to you're required to have trailer brakes three thousand pounds of of trailer and load trailer so, okay yes. so so we're not so talking make sure like your pickup truck and a little small trailer i like right okay know? So a lot of, you know, four wheeler trailers or something and somebody has, you know, those yeah. ones aren't going to need it. Yeah. But if you have a big weight on that, you need to make sure you have that. I always recommend also sway bars, you know, on it to help your trailers as well. So a lot of little things that you do, just don't forget any of those while you go traveling because, you know, you're going out there to have some fun. Make sure you get there make sure you have the fun, you know, and don't have me and my wife try and back your trailer. That's, <laughs> I think that's what I'm going to take from today. Actually, you know what? I would like to, if we can get you in a truck and trailer and I can just come out and watch, maybe I'll set up a lawn chair or something. <laughs> so if you can, if you could like get a, a pickup, use, you know, your truck and, and get a random trailer. I don't even care what it is. It can be a small trailer, whatever. Um, and I want you to back it somewhere while your wife directs you and you can only <laughs> do what she says. It's going to be a team building thing for you. 
team building and and uh, i'm gonna set up a lawn chair and i'm gonna watch insurance claim you know so <laughs> I, no <laughs> i have faith in your wife you do i have faith in her too it's just the two of us when we try to talk to each other on something like that, i think it's gonna be great work you know but i'm excited for it yeah well i will give you this though so back uh oh when i was in my 20s uh hay wagons and i don't even want to hear about no, no, I no, of course not. No, no, back in the day. Yes, but uh, my dad told me to back one up. Well, they articulate on the front tires. So they had four sets. Oh, you wow. your two, your front and your back there. And you try to back one of those where that front end. Uh, fighting. Yeah, I was it's... all over the place. And so I finally went back in. I told my dad, I said, hey, this can't be done. And he got all mad. And he said, yeah, it can. He went out there and about. An hour later, he came back in and he finally had gotten it, but he was he wasn't happy. <laughs> oh, that's that's tough. I mean, you're you're already it it could be challenging if you're not used to it, just backing a fixed trailer. Mm-hmm. So articulating yes. that's 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 a challenge. It is. Let's throw that in yeah. there. Let's get a hay trailer. Anybody have a hay yeah. trailer and pick yeah. up for Gary and his <laughs> yeah, wife to? Right. We can make a video out of it. We could all have a show. Yeah. I, I'll bring I, some snacks and we'll just hang out and watch this. You know, we can't do the hay trailer because I love my wife and and our marriage will be over after that. Oh, okay, month, we so. don't <laughs> we don't want that. We want to keep you and your wife happy. Yes. Um, all right. So yeah. you you made these uh words here as small as you possibly could here. So loading me, you know, loading is it. So. All right. So loading, you're going to have typically gear, right? You're not going to, you see it with people throwing bikes on the back. If it's not only your car, if they're going to, for me, I don't have a trailer or a tow hitch or anything. So I tend to strap everything to the car. Mm -hmm. Um, But if you're going to put that stuff on your car, your pickup, your trailer, there are some rules that apply with that. You can't just slap it all over wherever you can find some space because that's what it sure seems like with some people is, hey, I've got a little space over here and it won't obstruct anything. Let me throw a bike. (laughs) Let me throw a whatever on the side of it. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, one of the fun things I like to see a lot of times, or I shouldn't really say like to see, but I do see is somebody in a car and they've got a kayak and it extends clear past the the front of the vehicle. Mm-hmm. You can't have that either. So, you know, that goes back to having the equipment you need to haul your equipment. Yes. And I don't see, I have, I have a inflatable paddleboard and I just put it in the trunk of my car. That's been the best thing because before <laughs> trying to get a kayak and everything on the, on the car and it's, it's a pain in the butt. So mm-hmm. the paddleboard is great. I throw it in the trunk. I don't have to worry about loading. Because if you are, you you can't have it over the left side. So over your driver's side of your car, you can't have anything projecting beyond the fender of your car. Yep. And that applies if you go to Home Depot, uh, if you go anywhere. <laughs> so this isn't just about driving. This is anywhere you go. You cannot have things that extend past the driver's side. And that tends to be for oncoming cars as you're going. Just think about it. As you're passing each other, if you both had a foot extended out, well, that's not going to end well. And mm-hmm. that's really the reason for that. Law. And I actually have a story on that exact thing. Guy came oh, no. from Home Depot, had this. It went all the way back to the back of his car. So it was in the back seat, went past him on the shoulder, went out the side view or out his uh, window on the side there, and Love then it. extended and continued to move further and further away from the vehicle and extended out past the front of the thing. It looked like he was going jousting. That's, you know, <laughs> that's about, yeah, that's about, that's a great way of putting it. Uh-huh. And think of like, if something happened to that lumber, mm-hmm. lumber right now is. Yeah, now, I mean, oh. Yeah, that's like gold. I mean, you got to You don't want to show that you have lumber. No, yeah, that should be hidden. Like you need to get that in an enclosed trailer. Don't advertise that you've got lumber and you're coming from Home Depot. That's, yes, you know. that's just asking. For but yeah, that was scary. I went by that guy and said, oh, I got to go back yeah. and we have to have a talk, you know, so. Yeah, there's better ways to do that. There we are, you know. And so on the right side, your passenger side, we give you 
six inches. Yeah, so you got a little bit of space, right? So right. if you're gonna extend something out and and have a projecting load, it and again, I I think lumber is an easy way to look at it too. Mm -hmm. If it's gonna kind of be angled out, you want to go from the driver's side back toward the passenger side, and it can come out six inches, not more. So you don't want to be you know, again, shooting out the side of it and mm -hmm. you got cyclists over there and you got things to be concerned with on that side too. So we don't want to be hurting anybody. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, and then we have the back of the vehicle. And so you can only go out four feet from anything that is a considered a load that is not part of your vehicle. Um, and once you get past that, you get the four feet or beyond, you need to have either a red flag, something mm -hmm. that differentiates that it's off the, the back of the vehicle or in, if you're doing something nice, especially a red yes. light. Yes. You know, so those are the two things you need to be worried about. Yeah, the about. flag isn't, I, if you're going to be hauling something at night, then you really need a light on that. And that's just to warn drivers of, you, you can't tell where the end of that vehicle is. And that's a big safety feature. Mm -hmm. uh, and it'll give you hopefully some more following distance. So that, you know, mm -hmm. make you more comfortable as well of of having either that flag during the day or especially the light at night. Yeah, and that can even be because a lot of times I'll see uh, a family going traveling and they'll have all their bicycles on the back on a rack that goes clear out, you know, a lot. And this is again, make sure you have your load uh, solid there. I have come up behind trailers where the bicycles are all dragging down behind it because they didn't do it correctly. And, you know, we were gonna have a big accident there, you know, so. And you've destroyed all your bicycles as well. So, you know, you need to be careful on these yeah, things. Yeah, I'm not destroying my bicycles, I'll tell you that. Because I have, I, and we, we we talk about bicycles. I ride road and mountain. You have a mountain bike. You say I'm crazy for riding on the road, but <laughs> I enjoy my road time. I'm just very cautious of it because mm -hmm. I, I don't want to get hit. Um, you know, as you're talking, Gary, I have a, I want to ask, not here necessarily go, go you. Again. No, 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 not you. <laughs> okay. I just think I would enjoy going on a vacation with you and your wife. And the reason I say that is because <laughs> I think it would be like having a show the whole time that I could just sit back because I'm not involved in it. Uh -huh. um, but I wonder like the, the people that are listening to us, would you rather go, <laughs> would you rather go on a vacation with Gary or me? And, oh. and where, and where I want to know where too. Like if we yeah. were, if we were to go somewhere like Gary, I would say I'd go on a vacation with you and your wife to like, utah or somewhere you know kind of up in the hills because mm -hmm. i want a little challenge um but i want to get into the city too i want you to like drive down to salt lake and and have some stress too so we'll have the mm -hmm. we'll have the scenery yes and again i'm just gonna bring a lawn chair i'm gonna i just <laughs> be like a fly on the wall uh-huh You'd be on the lawn chair strapped in the back of the truck or mm -hmm. are you going to be up on top? I don't know. We'll figure it out. <laughs> no, that was, uh, was that Borat or something like that where he uh, did that? I think there was something. That there he was, was, yeah. Yeah. Being in the vehicle. So I, I don't know. I've waited to see if you can lose your temper, you know, like me? really lose it. Yeah. Cause yeah, I, I'm I've pretty calm. I've never run across you just getting mad. You, you hear me in my office all the time. I, you know exactly <laughs> there's constant like. grumbling. I don't, I just know what it's a more intense grumble. Yeah. No, I'm pretty laid back. That's why I think it'd be interesting to like, I want to know, would you, and it's nothing, it's not like a competition, um, <laughs> but I have the feeling most people would say Gary. That's just it my depends. bet. Like, I mean, I, yeah, I'm, I'm willing to say that. Yeah, there's a lot of pointing and going, that guy did that wrong and why is he doing that? And, and I'd know, just be sitting there like, yeah, whatever. Where's my ticket book, you know? Yeah, so, I'm on vacation. 
Yeah, I try it, you know. Flip-flops, relaxed. My, I'll be wearing your Hawaiian shirt. Yeah, or I'll be throwing it. I don't know. My my wife always says, well, let me drive, and um, that way I can relax. I can't relax because there's more stuff to look at. I'm still going, that person yeah. did that wrong, you know. And So if you're driving around me, please, please just do it correctly. Yeah, Gary, yeah. Gary will be looking at you. If you're not obeying the law, yeah. like we've mentioned on all these things, you're going to be getting looks from Gary. Yes. Um, if you're endangering my life, you're probably going to get a look from me, but otherwise I'm just going to be relaxing. I, I'm the, I stand up for the others too. Cause I, I'll get mad if somebody does that to somebody. Oh, else. absolutely. I'll be like, how absolutely. could you do that to yeah. that person? You know? So <laughs> I, I, like I said, uh, I just, as you're talking, I thought, huh, I'd, I'd be interested. I wonder yeah. what other people think. So I'm interested to see some comments on that. I hope we get some. Cause yeah, I'm really, cause I don't look like I do that. Do I? So, um, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, on that note. Yes. Um, All right. Yeah. So, so we appreciate uh, we appreciate you listening in, and I think this is uh, kind of yeah. Again, we we can't get too much into topics on things mm -hmm. because there are so many laws, there are so many things that we can dig into. But if there are questions, or either on some of the stuff that we mentioned, or some other. Uh, driving, recreating, all those things, feel free to ask us. We're, I, I, we really enjoy mm -hmm. answering those questions and, and getting those because it's stuff that maybe is more common to us and we think, well, everybody knows this. Yes. Not everybody does it. That's why I guess no. we, we study a lot of laws and constantly and are brushing up and the changes. Um, so yeah, feel free to reach out to us. And, and Gary's still looking for those million subscribers too. Yes, and it is going million slow plus. right now. But uh, you know, <laughs> did you see it? Did you see it just deflate right yeah, there? If you're not, if you're listening to this, you miss it. It's just going slow. Yes. Kind of the Eeyore moment right there. I know. I, I felt it. That hurt my heart, Gary. Woe is me. Yeah. <laughs> okay, poo. It's okay, Gary. Right? We'll be okay. Okay. All right. So, yeah, we appreciate you showing up for uh, watching or listening. Uh, we are on Spotify and uh, let your friends know. And we will be back next month. Uh, we never know what we're going to talk about. It just kind of just before we don't know what we're going to wear. Sometimes we don't get that information either. So, until next time, safe travels. Take care.